0: Welcome to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Back to the Future, the greatest movie of all time, one minute at a
1: time. As always, I'm Nick Menez. And I'm Scott Corelli. And today, we are going back to Minute 8, which starts with, uh, what's her last name? Jennifer, Jennifer Parker. Jennifer Parker, uh, po- it's really late, you guys, <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, Jennifer Parker popping her head around a corner. And ends with a megaphone being picked up from the floor. So, uh, so, so, what do you got on on old Jennifer Parker?
0: Cla- uh well, Claudia Wells. She was technically the um, the third, <clears throat> the second of three of three Jennifers. Yes. Um. Yes. We. Uh. Mm. Hmm. Uh. What was the name of the actress that um, that that uh, that she ended up replacing?
1: Oh yeah, Jan, Jan Levinson, Levinson from The Office, Melora
0: Hardin. Uh yeah was um was cast as uh, the role of Jennifer Parker but uh, unfortunately after uh Eric Stoltz left she was um get this I wrap your head around this taller than Michael J Fox mm-hmm. uh and so they were like you know it's 1985 the woman can't be taller than the guy <laughs> you're fired
1: yeah uh, they they said in the book because uh, I read I read that um. The, the book that came out recently, the the uh, We Don't Need Roads, that book, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they said that it was the hardest thing that they had to do because with Eric Stoltz, <clears throat> they could fire him because they were like, well, you're not right for the part. I think everyone knows. I think you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone knows that you're not right for the part, so it's it's fine. But when they got Michael J. Fox, they knew they had to let go of Melora Harden also because – too tall you know she just she's too tall like they couldn't put michael j fox on a box the whole time um sure yeah so it's just it's it's impractical because she was cast to be opposite eric stoltz and so they they lost her and apparently they were really bummed about it because she was really good um yeah so that's another thing that i would like to see because that means that all of the all of the all of the um jennifer stuff was reshot also so there there's like a shot coming up tomorrow that i always think of when i think of jennifer as a character specifically (laughs) claudia wells uh there's a shot next in the next episode next minute uh that i always think about and i just wonder is was that did they shoot that already is there is Mm -hmm. there is that does does that exist somewhere with melora harden in that role i don't know i know
0: yeah it's it's interesting yeah,
1: but, you know, I guess the way that – I think she was interviewed in the book and the way that she viewed it was like, ah, it could be worse. It could have been because I wasn't talented or I was getting <laughs> fired because I was sure. I was bad. It was just that I was too tall. That's not anybody's <clears throat> fault, <laughs> <laughs> except maybe her parents. But, uh, yeah, so Melora Th- thing, I guess things kind of worked out for her. Yeah. Jennifer Zero. Jennifer number zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So. Who's your favorite Jennifer? Um, I mean, I don't know what Melora Hardin's was like.
0: I wish there I mean, was I'm... a
1: consistency of 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 uh,
0: Jennifers. Yeah, it, she kind of she gets Rachel Dawes, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: I mean, I, I mean, I have a huge crush on Claudia Wells in this movie.
1: I like I do I like Claudia Wells a lot. It's it's hard because I like Claudia Wells a lot, but then I do like Elizabeth Shue a lot. So well, everyone loves Elizabeth Shue, right? So I don't know. I'm not Shue, sure. Shue Shue. Yeah, I just don't know. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I, I'm excited to talk about Elizabeth Shue because of all of the crazy theories that have to do with her being cast as as Jennifer. I think it's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but yeah, I do, I really like Claudia Wells. I think she's she's good. I just wish she was, she's not in the movie enough, I think. I mean, that could be no, said yeah. about any of the Jennifers, really. Um, yeah. But especially Claudia Wells because she doesn't get to go on the adventure you know mm-hmm. so um, yeah what so so what else what else do you have on uh, on Jennifer uh not
0: much not not
1: not much uh, yet I'm
0: kind of you know like we'll we'll get we'll get more in minutes to come we'll get a lot of Jennifer
1: oh okay action okay um, well, um, they're walking and kind of taking their sweet time, and and Marty gets start. It's just like, ah, oh, yeah, coast is clear, and he gets. He's kind rocking of cocky.
0: some really, really high waisted jeans in this shot that like you can really notice it. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, and then uh, some old bald guy jumps out of the shadows. Yeah, like like a just like he's been waiting.
0: Yeah, and this is uh, Mr. Strickland, right? A key figure in Back to the Future mythos. Yes. Um,
1: one of the fact, recurring
0: characters throughout history. Mm-hmm, one of those, like, you know, kind of a Cloud Atlas situation. Right. <laughs> so, um, throughout time and space, these, these souls are, like, interlocked. Right. Um, so, you know, he gives, he gives Jen her tardy slip and uh, Marty his fourth tardy slip in a row. It's
1: too many tardy slips. It's too many. Scott,
0: uh, what can you... I know this is going way back for both of us, but... What was, like, the line between, like, truancy in high school? Like, because I, I was never late. I wasn't tardy a lot in high school. That was something I was never, you know, because, you know, your parents dropped my drop My parents dropped me off or I, I drove, you know? Right. So I never had to worry about, like, I'm late at school, I was never that. I was never, like, a main character in, like, the first episode of an anime. Yeah,
1: I was always, I was always, like, an hour early to school.
0: Yeah, like I, I remember a lot of my friends would get to school early, because when you got to school early, you got to like hang out before the bell rang. Right, and that was like prime, like hanging by the steps. Right, like smoking cigarettes, like talking about like rock and roll music. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. So I, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I also, I'm not aware. I've, I've never gone to a school in which teachers or administrators just like give you tardy slips yeah well that I mean I, I've been to a school where you get tardy slips but I'm but sure. it's usually from the teacher because yeah, from the principal yeah because you show up in class late and they give you a tardy slip but they're like hey okay, you're late yeah but I I've never seen like administrators like stalking the hallways like hunting like for prey
0: yeah and you know um I mean Good on the actor, but <clears throat> um, in this scene, Strickland is very, very intense and physical with Marty.
1: He is like, like shoving him and like like pushing him. Yeah, he's a kind of a. I mean, he's a cartoon character, you know. Yeah, um, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, too. Uh, who? What's the actor who's playing? Um, for those of you playing at home, Nick is in charge of uh, actor info. That's
0: yes. Um. The actor who played uh, Principal Strickland was uh, James Tolcan.
1: Okay. Or Tolkien. Yeah. He... Uh, I feel like Michael Rooker as Sven oh, yes. in Mallrats is absolutely based on this character. Yeah. and but, as You know, Michael Rooker
0: could have played the shit out of this character. Oh, absolutely. Um,
1: absolutely.
0: But uh, to his credit, if it wasn't for Principal Strickland, he's the first person to uh, refer... Uh, to uh, Doctor Emmett Brown by his full
1: name. That's true. He is. He's a danger. He he he's dangerous and a real nutcase. Mm-hmm. He's a real nutcase. He's a real nutcase. He also uh, he also says the word slacker like no other human being on the planet. It's his favorite word. Yeah, you're a slacker, and you remind me of your father, which he was a slacker too. Yeah, which I just I. I've always found it funny with Back to the Future. Is anytime he says that, I picture his dad being like Marty, like actually yeah, like, being like, like Marty. Like a slacker. Like, oh, yeah, he, but then
0: you meet you know, knowing what we know now about George McFly, you know, if you just see that man walking down the hallway, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, there goes that slacker."
1: Right, right. So so <laughs> yeah. I the way I've always pictured in this scene, you know, you just picture Marty's dad as just like I, like another the cool, cool guy like, like hey, in the man, in the 50s on? he would have been like a like a greaser like jughead yeah yeah or jughead oh that's a good one that's good yeah but yeah but not you know george mcfly no not George McFly. <laughs> um so i don't know it's a it, it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing also i'm noticing the great thing about blu-ray mm-hmm. is that you notice uh you're, you're you can notice Strickland's old age makeup. Yeah, a little bit
0: like around the neck.
1: Yeah, around the neck and around the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of lot of faux wrinkles going on, uh, yes. which is something I never, I never noticed until the Blu-ray sets came out because uh, you see it on Doc 1985 Doc later as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's interesting because it really just looks like and i'm sure this is exactly how they did it it just looks like they applied fake skin and then stretched it out like stretched out their skin right before it dried and sure and then dropped it and then it gives them wrinkles you know um it's uh it's it's very low-tech old age (laughs) makeup yeah uh for the guys specifically um it's it's all it's it's a lot more complex for uh the the lady mm-hmm. singular. Uh, <laughs> uh and then he mentions that Strickland mentions that Marty's band is auditioning for the dance. Which yeah, is yeah, the 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 battle of the band, right. which he... <clears throat> So like right away so he, he said he said, You remind me you're a slacker, you remind me of your father he was a slacker too. Uh, I heard through the grapevine that your 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 band is auditioning for the for the school dance, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" So his dad was a musician then. <laughs> just again, like yeah, like just not not the George that we
0: know in the movie, right? Right. It almost like, feels some, like George was was recast
1: too, like basically like, did on something style, happen some of this dialogue?
0: Yeah, like did something happen in the timeline before they go back in time where George was like a cool kid? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's weird. It's weird. It's weird that it's like in the in the movie itself. There's like little weird little continuity errors. Right. They're uh, not continuity errors, but just like, well, that doesn't sound. That doesn't match up with what we know. Right. Exactly. Um, Strickland's a close talker. Yeah, he's getting. I mean, their noses are almost touching in this scene. I
1: think they are touching. Yeah. By the end of it. Um, Yeah, like it's kind of hot. But he's (laughs) now kiss. Yeah. (laughs) Jennifer's just like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait till I get on Tumblr later. Um. So, so he says that that line, no McFly has ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Which is just that is such
0: a, a bold statement that's a that's a mic
1: drop, yeah that is that is a bold statement,
0: I mean the idea of being like fifteen sixteen and like you know imagine like your principal saying like no Corelli has ever amounted to anything in the history of hope Indiana, <laughs> <laughs> and no Corelli ever will, <laughs> uh.
1: I mean, technically, like had- that would probably be true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's messed up. It's a messed up thing for a principal to say, but it works for this like sort of cartoon character version of a principal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's funny because it's just like, <laughs> how do you know, man? What do you just read Hill Valley history? Yeah, bits like all the have time? like
0: have has no McFly ever left Hill Valley? He <laughs> just.
1: He just has like he just has like encyclopedic uh, encyclopedic knowledge of like the history of Hill Valley. Yeah. Um, I I just, every, I just imagine when he's when he's <laughs> hanging out with his peers, like everyone knows Strickland is the guy who just like is at the dinner party and is just like, did you know <laughs> that in 1835
0: <laughs> Buford <laughs> Mad Dog Tannen?
1: <laughs> he's he just. He just knows all these details and he. everybody's just like, oh, God, who invited Strickland? Comes. Seriously. And it kind of
0: – or it kind of builds to what we were talking about earlier about like, you know, Hill Valley seems to be a very close-knit community. Yeah. Or like everyone seems to be all up in each other's like business.
1: Especially for a town in California, which yeah, California always- in general seems like the kind of place – it just—it seems like the people in California, kind of like everywhere in California, seems like everyone sort of, kind of just sticks to themselves and has their cliques, but aren't like—you don't hear about a lot of small towns in California.
0: No, know? yeah, and actually, you know, the idea of it being in California almost doesn't jive with the Hill Valley that we're seeing. You know, because you look at Hill Valley, and you almost do want to say like, "Oh yeah, like Hill Valley." indiana or like hill valley kansas right or like you know uh where's where where stars hollow um like oregon or like seattle no 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 it's the opposite
1: coast it's like pennsylvania Uh, or something
0: okay like yeah like cambridge stars
1: Stars hollow Uh, connecticut i'm sorry connecticut connecticut yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. i can see hill valley being like in connecticut not like California. i don't know that that's yeah, weird well
1: i mean that would be that would actually like if it was like um hill valley new york that would be cool because then back to the future three would have been about the industrial revolution yeah,
0: instead of yeah maybe it maybe it's in california well yeah like three couldn't really happen if it wasn't in california right you know i mean but uh, it's interesting <laughs> we're I mean, in
1: connecticut i've always i always thought it would have it would be interesting to have you know, what is, let me ask you this. What is okay. your, what, what's your, what, what is the one time period you wish they had gone to in a back to the future movie? Oh, I
0: thought you were about to ask me like the Emmett Brown question. I traveled back to the old West. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, you know, like, so like, yeah, if, we, if they were doing a back to the future four, like, where would they go? Where, where would you want them to go? Or like, if- I mean, I, I would love, I would love to see Doc Brown and um Marty visit like, kind of league of extraordinary gentlemen like right before the 20th century like london oh so you would want them to leave hill valley oh that's true that's true but yeah but just like um i mean that'd be cool which they've never done which is not not i think about it
1: yeah
0: um i think all done time it in is, the cartoon maybe all the time well of course, yeah i mean that would be, yeah. that'd be can you imagine a cartoon where like they just keep going back and forth <laughs> across hill valley
1: yeah i i think i think um I mean, as much as I, 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 think I, I, don't think your instinct is wrong because as much as I don't want them to leave Hill Valley, I wouldn't want them to leave Hill Valley. I man, there's something about the idea of like 1899. No, of like, of like, like 1775. Oh yeah,
0: like maybe, like maybe um, the, you
1: know the then just yeah, just yeah, the like maybe like maybe war.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe Doc and Marty help write like the Articles of Confederation, <laughs> right. Right, you know, or well, you know, don't be a great um. Well, okay, if they're in California, it would be great for them to be like right, right before the, this it became a state, or like right as it became a state, because you know you go because you know, like you know it was part of Mexico and like oh yeah there was all of the yeah I mean like that's like what every Zora movie is about
1: or is like Hollywoodland
0: yeah oh yeah like maybe like the Black Dahlia murders yeah, or like
1: that'd be cool um for sure.
0: Yeah, maybe they hang out, like, with George Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, Orson Welles, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, that would be cool. Just, like, Orson Welles, like, slumming it in Hill Valley. <laughs> hey, greetings and pardon, I'm Orson Welles. Uh, I would love that. Um, and see. then Marty says, in response to Strickland, yeah, well, history's gonna change. And what I love about that line... Because as a, from a writer's perspective, it's my favorite line in Back to the Future. And it's because I'm a sucker for this thing that happens in some screenplays. Not all of them do it. Not all writers do it. And it's okay when they don't. It's just I really like it when they do. When they sort of state the theme of the movie in dialogue. They actually like have an actor, like have a character say what the movie is about in a line of dialogue and that that's this line like that line yeah. of no mcfly has ever amounted to anything in the history of hill valley yeah well history is going to change that's that's that kind line of like, in this like uh, that yeah that's a kind of like the mission statement of the movie right right the mission statement line that's that's new i'm a sucker for the mission statement line do you have any any immediate favorites uh yeah like, the one in cloverfield uh um, oh sure yeah the one in, uh, yeah, the Clover. <laughs> yeah, the one in Clover, the one in Cloverfield, which I think is uh, an underrated masterpiece, and that's fine. You guys can all judge me, um, but uh, Drew Goddard wrote that script, and uh, he has the mission statement line of dialogue when they are at the party and they're like out on the balcony, like talking about his breakup with the girl and everything. And his buddy says to him, like he's like down in the dumps or whatever, and his buddy says to him, "Sometimes you have to say." f the world and you know keep the people that you love close and then as soon as he says that the lights go out and then you hear the cloverfield monster roar in the background and it's yeah. just like whoa
0: <laughs> like you just
1: you just said what the point of the movie is and then brought in the monster and that, that's i don't know that's stuff like that is cool they did it in cabin in the woods that's another drew goddard thing um you know the, it, the martian uh, I think the Martian does do it. I think I noticed it when I saw the Martian, but I don't remember what the line was now. i I'm seeing it tomorrow. So I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. There you go. Um, but yeah, I just, I love the mission statement line and, uh, I think, I think all of the, all of the Cornetto movies do the mission statement line also. oh Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it seems that Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg write their scripts very similarly to the way the back to the future is structured in all of those setup, set up you know i'd be
0: interesting stuff. i i don't think i've ever heard edgar wright talk about the back of the future movies but i'd be interested to see if like he grew up watching it because we you know you and i personally cite the two of them so often mm-hmm. you know it's like edgar wright bob gale edgar wright you know robert zemeckis right and but you know whenever you hear edgar wright he's like oh i i watched uh you know, these, you know uh, this and that, that film and this film. But, you know, you never hear him talk about, like... That's a really good Edgar Wright impression. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened, <to, laughs> listened, listened to a lot of audio commentary. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, really, he always says more obscure, like, kind of Quentin Tarantino-y kind of... Yeah, like, 70s, like, British horror movie, like right. The Wicker Man. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, the one I always hear him talk about is uh Don't Don't Look Now, I think. The yeah. Donald Sutherland one. He talks about mm-hmm. that one a lot, which if you've ever seen it, it's like, oh yeah, no. This uh, is Phan- absolutely the... his most influential movie.
0: <laughs> uh Phantom of the Paradise is another one that I I I didn't know about before like getting introduced to Edgar Wright.
1: Yeah, I uh weirdly I had forgotten about that movie until I read an interview with him where he mentioned it and I was like, Oh my god, I used to watch that movie all the time when I was a kid yeah uh it's kind of weird um but it's like one of those like kid movies that you just it, it's yeah, not yeah. a kid movies I, it's it, that one is not a kid movie a but, movie you watch as a kid yeah it's a, one of those movies you watch as a kid that you just completely forget about and then somebody mm. mentions it and then you're like oh like oh, on this rush movie. of memories yeah like
0: yeah like, like 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 for me it was like i remember like the, the other day i was like because <clears throat> we have tv now we have the like cable and i was like star kid and i was like oh my gosh whoa
1: star kid
0: remember that remember how gross that movie was wow it's an ugly movie like the design of that movie is just awful oh yeah but i rented it like twice wow um because he's he's inside of the alien but it's all gross and fleshy yeah it just looks like it looks like it's not fun to be in in star kid
1: yeah weird so uh so anyway mission statement dialogue
0: yeah, you know, kind of the first uh, example of, you know, because we've been talking so much about the visual uh, visuals of the film. Uh, this is kind of the first instance of like, oh, this is like one of the greatest screenplays ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, that's all I got for this minute. You got anything?
0: No, no. I'm excited to see how the Battle of the Bands thing plays out. I mean, it seems like Marty's really invested in it.
1: Oh, yeah, Absolutely um all right uh we will be back next week but in the meantime if you want to email us you can do that contact at back to the future follow us on twitter at bttf minute on tumblr bttf leave uh leave comments on the website back to the future on all the posts find us on fi- find us and like us on facebook Leave us iTunes reviews. We always appreciate those. And check out our other podcasts Not Writing, The Doctor's Companion, and Deep by Night. And we will uh, see you tomorrow.
0: Bye. Happy Wednesday.